talk about how Moses prayed to see God's glory and how he experienced that on the mountain. God invited him to come back to the top of Mount Sinai and to bring two tablets of stone, and he did, and God wrote on them with the fiery finger of heaven his Ten Commandments again, and he showed Moses his greatness and his, his power. And Moses had prayed, Lord, I, I need you to make a covenant with us. I need you to promise us of your presence. I need you to show forth that you're with me. And, and I want you to help us to repair the broken covenant that we have. When Peter denied Jesus three times at his time of trial, he, he had broken his covenant of fellowship with Jesus, and he had to get back right with him. And later after the resurrection, he did. And later on, God filled him with the Spirit, and he preached the great sermon on the day of Pentecost. So if you have failed, that doesn't mean that you can't be back in God's graces again. It doesn't mean he leaves you. It just means that you've broken the fellowship, and you need to get that fellowship restarted by coming back to him. But I want you to see also not only the invitation that Moses got and accepted, the revelation that God gave him, but I want you to see the manifestation that God revealed to him. And the Bible says that he was there 40 days and 40 nights, and God showed him some some pretty great things and some pretty powerful things. And uh, as he was there, the Bible says when he came down from the mountain, his face shone, his face glowed. There was the glory of God upon me. His face was radiant is the way the Bible puts it. People were afraid to come up to him because his face was radiant. His face was shining. Same thing happened to Stephen when he was in, in, in uh, judgment before the Jewish leaders after Jesus' crucifixion, and they said his face was like an angel. You see, it's not surprising that his face was shining. He was shining all over because he had been with God. The Bible says in Psalm 34, 5, they looked on him and their faces became radiant. Communion with the Lord conforms us to his image. And what makes us like Christ is to spend time with Christ. We'll never be more Christ-like unless we spend a lot of time with him. And as we spend time with him, he will bring us to that place where we can experience his fullness and his power and know his nearness. Also, when we experience God's glory, we're not so aware of ourselves. You see, Moses didn't know his face was shining. That was the crazy thing. He didn't even recognize it. He had no idea that his face was shining. Other people saw it, but he didn't. And when we're filled with Jesus, self is forgotten. And and other people notice it, but we don't. Other people see God in us, but we don't recognize so much that God is doing something special. We just know we're obeying him and we're doing what he wants. Yet other people get caught up in the closeness that they see of God in us, and they want that too. You see, the more there is of him, the less there is of us. And beware of the Christian who talks of his graces and his goodness. The man who boasts of his godliness is a fake, a counterfeit, a hypocrite. The possessor of genuine holiness never talks about it and would be surprised if you told him about it and is embarrassed if you recognized it. He knows it is all of God. It's not of himself. But because he's with God, he's becoming like God. 
when we experience God's glory, others can see it. Moses' face was shining and people could see it. God reveals himself in the one who sees his glory. The people were afraid because of God's presence, but God spoke to them and they recognized that it was God working in him. You and I can experience God's glory. He will answer our prayer, show me your glory. If we ask, he will give us an invitation to spend time with him, to get alone with him, to come up to the mountain of revelation. If we accept that invitation, he will reveal himself and his mercy and grace with us. I want to challenge you again to spend time with him, to take time with him, to plan on having an arrangement with God that you're going to spend time with him no matter what and that you're going to have a time when you can be with him every single day. Now I want us to move on to talk about how do we prepare for this presence of God that's with us to be made more real in us and through us, that we might see his presence and power and glory and that that glory might be revealed more powerfully in our lives. I mentioned to you earlier that the word glory means weightedness. It means heaviness. It means the worth, the value, the splendor of God. That's what it means. You see his glory, you see his splendor, you see his value, you see his worth. And in, in that, he, he sort of glorifies himself. God's promise was, I will glorify the house of my glory. I will make the place of my feet glorious. Isaiah 60, <clears throat> verse 7. Here God declares his readiness to pour out the weight of his glory in the midst of the people who worship him. I want to read from the sixth chapter of Second Chronicles. The situation is this. The people of Israel are dedicating their temple and this building which housed the presence of God. Now, we're the temple, but back then the building housed the special presence of God. And uh, in these verses... They were, they were dedicating this temple to God. Let me read from chapter 6, beginning at verse 11. There I have placed the ark. Actually, this is the, the uh, he placed the ark of the covenant of the Lord that he made with the people of Israel. Then Stol- Solomon stood before the altar of the Lord in front of the whole assembly of Israel and spread out his hands. Now he had made a bronze platform, and he had placed it in the center of the outer court. And he stood on that platform, and he began to pray. And he asked God, and he he prays a long and lengthy prayer, and where he asked God's presence to fall upon them, and God's presence to make himself known to them. And in chapter 7 we read, When Solomon finished praying, fire came down from heaven and consumed the burnt offering and the sacrifices, and the glory of the Lord filled the temple. The priests could not enter the temple of the Lord because the glory of the Lord filled it. When all the Israelites saw the fire coming down and the glory of the Lord above the temple, they knelt on the pavement with their faces to the ground, and they worshiped and they gave thanks to the Lord, saying, He is good and his love endures forever. God was showing himself in all his power and in all his glory, and he was revealing himself at the time when the people of Israel were worshiping him and acknowledging him in the dedication of, of the temple. So that was a very important time in Israel's life. And we're going to look at that in just a moment 
some more. I'll look at it tomorrow in, in, in a moment, and we'll study it tomorrow. So I pray that you will allow God to glorify himself through your temple today as you let him speak to you more. God bless you. Have a great day.